Well, like, a trombone, and he was making the noise. Back and forth, like, <laughs> like you're playing a trombone, and he was making the noise. Welcome back to Off the Crossbar. And welcome back to you, Jason. Thanks. My hammy's still a little, still a little sore, but, you mm-hmm. know, I'm playing through it. I'll be okay. I played baseball two nights ago. It was really stupid because now it's sore again. But yeah, well. <laughs> you win some, you lose some. Those doctors know what they're talking about. Yeah. When they say don't do things for two weeks, they mean it. Yeah, well. You gotta do things sometimes. Anyways. How is everyone? I'm good. All How two are of you? you. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Did you have that's a good, good break? It was okay. All right, good. I listened to your show last week. It was very good. I don't think that's true. You don't think it was very good? <laughs> no, I don't know. There's a little too much Trevor for my taste. Mine too, I actually. wish they could see how slowly I turned my head to look at you. Not enough of me in the last episode, I thought. There's never enough Trevor. Let's be honest. Yeah, well. That's what his girlfriend says, too. Shockingly enough, <laughs> I don't have a girlfriend, so well, maybe she doesn't. Maybe if you didn't spend all your time on the podcast. Burn. <laughs> maybe. Anyways, maybe. Off to a good start. Inauspicious, I think, is what they say in We English. should put off talking about the Galaxy match for as long as possible. I know. Well. But let's get to it. So let's right. talk about the Galaxy match. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> can I just say, and I tweeted this, but Nick Romano is from Outer Space. He literally is from outer space. Yeah. Somebody accused me of hyperbole with like that. Like, Superman is from outer space. So is Nick Romano. Yeah. He's from the planet Ramondi. Yeah. Five. Superman wears Nick Romano pajamas. Hey, that's pretty good. Yeah. You just adapt that from another one? Yeah, like, you know, Nick Romano wears Superman pajamas. Oh, yeah. You can just flip it around. Oh, yeah. I'm clever like that. Good job. Anywho. You know, and... It called me crazy, but, like, Nick Rabanda saving that penalty at the end, after I'm just like, alright, yeah, that's a good match. I can take that loss, take it on the chin. Yeah. I what think that was, like, think, a though? huge F you to that referee, yeah. saving that penalty. And I kind of saw it as a huge F you to L.A., because that, well, that's the second time this has happened this year. That's also his thing, yeah. <laughs> Same scenario, too, like, end of the match. Yeah. Well, we weren't losing the first one. But yeah, yeah, the first one, it saved us... Two point. points. Three points. No, we won. Yeah. We I mean, saved us I was about there. three points. I was there. For some reason. Oh, I yeah, you were there. And you were there. We were there together. And you were there. That was fun. I wasn't there. Should have been. That was a good time. Is that the, was that the last game in L.A. this year? Well, it was the second back? in L.A. this no. year, so. And our third oh, match. Second Galaxy game. Do we have another Chivas game there this year? Because I really want to go back to L.A. this year. We got to, right? Let's see. I mean, maybe. We only played Chiba, have we played well, Chivas twice this year? we only had him at home once last year, so maybe we are only there once. Well, have we played Chivas twice this year or just once? Uh, seven. What? That's impossible. That's an impossible answer. Well, let's see. Chivas. Well, no, okay, okay. We played there June 28th answer. and we lost 1-0. Oh, we played there in October. Ooh. October 5th. Let's go to L.A. Let's go to L.A. Oh, Los Angeles in Off October the crossbar. wonderful, I hear. It, it actually well, actually, it's, it's wonderful. Yeah, that sounds good. Times of year, but... Oh, I also want to go to Portland the next two Off weeks the after that. Off the crossbar road trip. Off yeah. the crossbar road trip. 
LA, Trevor's not allowed Portland. to drive. LA, Salt Lake, Portland. <laughs> Trevor's having his driver's license here. I not, no, I have to take it with me, but I will not drive. I'll drive. I learned my lesson. You can sit in the backseat of my Mini Cooper. We can ask your okay. aunt about pink tacos again. <laughs> that might have been inappropriate for the show. Well, it wouldn't be the first time. Let's get back to this LA match. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it sucked. Yeah. It didn't, but it didn't really suck because... It's LA. It's another match where you're like... We lost, but we weren't that bad. Yeah. Like, we weren't great. I can take losses like this. See, that's the thing. I was watching the match. And that's the thing is, last year we weren't losing the matches where we weren't that bad. You know what I mean? Like, or we weren't that good. We we would be bad and still win. And this year when we're, yeah, we lose. It's Well, only in the last, like, six weeks, right? Yeah. Before that, when we we won and lost. (laughs) Yeah, well. We were still undefeated. That was technically true. I was I'm, watching the game mostly through Twitter, yeah. and when I was watching it through Twitter, and then I went back and actually watched it later, um, it seemed like everybody was really down and really just bummed, and everybody thought that the team was playing terrible, and I didn't see that. That's Twitter. It's always like that. Well, not always. We should it's call this the curse like of Kevin Hartman, because he has the record for the career clean oh. sheets. And Ramondo's been like on the doorstep for... For two months, <laughs> I would I would accept that if we had Nick Ramondo for those losses. Well, we had him for last week. That's true, but he is one and one since he came back. So that's pretty he good. Have a clean sheet, neither though, right? Correct. I think I think as a team we haven't held a clean sheet for like the last eight or nine games. Yeah, it's been miserable. Yeah, it's it's pretty bad. We'll get that there. said though, the goal we gave up against LA. Oh. I don't really think it was, was that our in? fault. I think it was just Jassy's Ardez is actually a pretty good player. Oh, well, yeah. It kind of pains me to say it, but I mean, that was, was that great, was a was good a, goal. Yeah. From yeah there was a lot of luck in that, too. I and mean, then he missed the easier chance. Yeah. He did yeah. the most Jassy Zardes that's, thing ever. That's Zardes, though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but, but the goal he scored, like, came off the post and bounced off to the other side. and It was, no, it was no Kubo goal. Yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't a wonder goal. It was like, well, that... That, that kind of sucks. Yeah. Oh, well. It was one of those ones where you're just like, well... But, but even when he scored, you were like, that's fine, we'll score. And then yeah. it just slowly turned into, well, maybe we'll score? Yeah. And then it turned into, we're probably not going to score. Yeah. <laughs> we did outshoot the opponent for once. Mm-mm. That's a step yeah. in the right direction. Well, we didn't just clear the ball all the time. Is that a huge accomplishment against LA, though? Because they're kind of a counter-attacking team. They well, we only beat them in shooting by like one, yeah. one or two shots, so, so it's not like a huge accomplishment. But... That's right up there with uh, distance covered in the useful <laughs> stats department. Oh, distance covered's interesting. Don't you dare. It helps you. Say... I just wanted to provoke Trevor in our <laughs> about that. See, it helps you understand that. how far a player has moved. You're right. It does, and it helps what you understand. What the heck does that do? Like, how? Okay, so this player covered more ground than that one. What does that tell you? That they covered I don't more think ground. Distance covered exactly. It. What? What does that? What does that mean? Tactically, talent-wise, evaluating really, the player. Because how much? Yeah. How much ground does Pirlo cover? Probably not a ton. Yeah, like 150 and... meters a match, <laughs> at least. So oh, yeah. is that okay? It's uh, on the low side of the. Yeah. So if he covers 150 meters per match, is that good or bad? Well, that's bad because he's old. Well, no, it's okay, bad. but he also leads the league in assists. Eh. Well, it's Serie yeah. What what leads the league in assists? Like seven guys, <laughs> seven over 38 matches. Yeah. Mean? No. 
What was the goal scoring like lead in Serie A last year? Like thirteen goals? No, it was a lot more than that actually. Oh, seventeen? Yeah. No, twenty. Who who won it last year? Last year it would have been this this past season. Friggin' not Luca Toni, but he was close. It was Giuseppe Rossi. He, nah, he missed like half the season. He was up there though. Let's, Golly, who I was it? Computer machine. Tevez? Not Tevez. Maybe Tevez. somebody. Anyway, doesn't really matter. It's gonna bug me until you I. You know, know who would the be great? Bradley Wright Phillips. Yeah. He, Brad- he could probably be the leading goal scorer in Syria. Yeah. Phillips. He could just run past everyone. That's true. Somebody who was it? It was uh, somebody on Twitter made the point. Could have been Shingardian that, like, uh, Lasseter. Roy Lasseter was the vehicle with which Valderrama used to get goals, and that's why Lasseter had a million goals. That's what Bradley Wright Phillips is to Thierry Henry. Oh. You know what I mean? Chiro Mobley. Duh, yeah. Jeez, Jason. I know. Why didn't you know he that? Only had, he only had 22 goals, so it right. wasn't a oh, lot is... more than 17. It was a lot but more than 13. Pre- prior to that, I mean, 29, 28, 28, 29, that's pretty reasonable. Yeah, and those are at, like... David Talley has won that award a lot. Yeah, he won it three years in a row. He's the... uh, Oh, he almost won it three years. That's right. The other year, the third year, he was only off by, like, one goal. Yeah, his Latan won it on either side of his two. Yeah. Hmm. How about that? Playing for both Milan teams. Di Natale is the Chris Wondolowski. I think Luca Toni has, like, the single-season record, though, because he scored 31 goals in one season. When? Five years ago? No, he didn't. Not five years ago. Hold on. Uh, 2005. Did he score 31? Yeah, that's the year before he went to Bayern. Wikipedia. That's, that's right. He scored that, and then it had been like another 20 or 30 years before somebody scored more than 30 goals before that. Because nobody besides Luca Toni has scored more than 30 goals in a season in Serie A since like 1965 or do some you, garbage like that. Do you guys think Bradley Wright Phillips will break that? What, 30? 30. He has a lot of goals. It's he has like 16 goals already this it's season. Nuts. Honestly, he probably will. You know what's going to be awesome? It is when me. Bradley Wright Phillips is a DP. Oh. Well, no one would have predicted that. I really... You know I, doing I remember we specifically talked about, like, it might have been the first episode when we were talking about just teams all over the league, and we were like, ha-ha, Bradley Wright Phillips. Because we know, like, European soccer, we're like, ah, he's not going to do anything. No, he's got 16 goals or whatever. That's I think he insanity. scored 17 last night. That's what it was. But no, I think, I honestly do think that uh, whoever was that made that point has a really good point. I think it is just that Thierry Henry finally has somebody that he can rely that on opens consistently. opens the field up with him. Uh, oh, yeah. Because, I mean, Thierry... He must I mean, really miss Kenny Cooper, though. <laughs> Who, Thierry? Are you implying that Kenny Cooper is unreliable? I didn't say that. <laughs> Okay, Wright Phillips, 16 goals. Yeah, and Henri has 10 assists. Yeah. Henri's the only player in double-digit assists. Pretty much all of those are to Bradley Wright Phillips. That's pretty fantastic. Dom Dwyer's second in goals. Oh, and Cuba Torres. Both of whom are ahead of Jermaine Defoe and Robbie Keane. And every striker on our team. Oh. By a considerable margin. Do we need to talk about that? Let's talk I think we it. will. Let's talk about are that. We, are we are we done talking in with the LA? context of the LA Galaxy match? How did our forwards do? Because that's not, really the most important thing we can talk about with that match. I think. Not ideal. No. 
I, I think thought Olmes had one really good shot that produced yeah. a really great save. Olmes looked really good again. He's looked really good a couple matches in a yeah, row. I mean, and he just can't get a goal. It'll, I mean, it'll come, but our maybe team, once team he has gets to play it, better. it'll just the river will open up. That's kind of what I'm thinking. Like once he finally just gets it. Yeah, it's a common I, that, thing. That's kind of what I mentioned last week. I think once he finally just gets a goal, he will all and of a sudden think, realize that he can score again, and he'll just start scoring buckets. I mean, I think that... Maybe not buckets, but... Buckets. Start scoring buckets. <laughs> Olmed's got buckets, yo. Anyways. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, um, boy. I think that Olmez. You could start him with, with Plata. And yeah? He, I mean, you can't really make a case at this point that Sandoval's more effective with Plata than Olmez is. Yeah, I'm, so this thing uh, can't really make a case to any of our forwards outside of Plata. Impressive of our forwards. I actually thought Sandoval had an okay match. I just meant on the scope of the season. Yeah, yeah. Because he's what he, I mean. He was he had that broken foot or whatever. Yeah, so and he missed the first month, but that was four months ago. Yeah, he, he hasn't been. He hasn't been great, but I don't mean to bash him. He's a great guy. He but, he he looks like a second year player. Yeah, you know what I mean. But last year he looked good. Last year we were like, "Look at this guy." I'm part of that. He's a new kind face. of disagree with to that. See. Yeah, I kind of dis- I think he looked good for a rookie as like a player in the league. Well, yeah, he was he a second was still round pick, so he looked better than you expected him to look for a yeah, second round pick. Exactly. That's, That's what I mean. fair. It looked he looked better than a kid you'd expect to look coming out of New Mexico. Yeah, you and know you know mean? where like when he looked good was after the first half of the season. True. That's yeah. something to consider. I think just they. He really, uh, he blossomed. He became a, a real man, goal scoring man. The Open Cup helped. Maybe playing yeah. in the Open Cup will help him. This oh wait, <laughs> yeah, that's not his fault. Oh. Good one. Maybe that friendly with Cholos. Is that how you say it? Cholos. I don't know. I thought it was more like Cholos. That's but racist. Yeah. I think Tijuana Cholos. I think, I think Cholos racist? is the racist version of it. Yeah. I'm gonna call him that anyways. How are we now? No, I'm good. You, you um, don't want a mint? Oh, sugar-free and ultimate mouth freshening. That's pretty good. I can feel it freshening my mouth right now. No maybe, comment? Maybe we could just, like, <laughs> kidnap Paul Ariola. You've been talking about that for a while now. I have? Or oh, we yeah. Have? Oh. No, you. And Greg Garza. Yeah. I would lo- love to have Greg Garza. At this point, I just love a signing. I'd take Sam Garza at this point. I would not. I would take Long Tan. <laughs> just so I could get a jersey. De- desperate times so call for desperate jersey, measures. A number nine tan jersey. You uh, say that, but he scored today. I know he did. That's why I, that's why I brought it up. In USL Pro. Hey. Hey. You know who else scored in USL Pro? Dom Dwyer. Yeah, well. Fuck Dom Dwyer. Yeah, not a fan. I just selfies. Me neither, but... I thought he was supposed to go back to England. I kind of hope he does. Yeah, I think we all do. I love how his voice doesn't match his appearance at all. Like, he looks like... He talks like Drake. Just go to Toronto and get it over with and end his career. He's got, like, this super End his career. Just pursue it somewhere else. Yeah. Stall it. Yeah, don't (laughs) play for Plymouth Argyle for three years. What a cool name. I bet they're not even made of Argyle. They're not. Probably not. You know what they do, though? Oh. This is cool. Plymouth Argyle had a thing where they'll let their deceased fans' ashes be spread on their field. 
Not a lot of teams will do that, but Plymouth Argyle will. They recognize the value of a great fertilizer. It's really expensive. (laughs) (laughs) Never mind. Somehow I'm not shocked at all that Jason knows that. Yeah, I watched this thing on it where you pay like 250 pounds. That's up? That's not a lot. That's a pretty decent chunk of change. That's what, like $400? Ish. Yeah. If you're I mean, already, still, I mean, to spread your ashes. That's in addition to the. That's for them to just sprinkle your ashes on the field, not for them to like burn you. Oh, not for the the yeah, uh, like premium the package. package. Yeah, <laughs> the cremation process. <laughs> yeah. They'll do it in the. It just covers the, the sprinkling. It doesn't the visiting cover, team locker yeah. room. It doesn't cover the baking. Just no, the ice. no, no eulogies. No <laughs> nothing. Oh. Presentations. They just, they just, Throw your ashes out on the field. Uh, they put it on the back of the lawnmower, and <laughs> as it's going, it just sort of dribbles, dribbles out. <laughs> Dripple? I made up a word. They just like put it in like one of those baby powder bottles. Oh. <laughs> they tape it to the back of one of their players. And so oh. while he's just running around no, in a it's... match, there's just ashes sprinkling <laughs> out from him. Coach, I think I need new shorts. These are covered with dead bodies. Oh, man. That would be... Okay, I think we're. All right, we definitely got up. Like LeBron's. I, I think we're past the LA match. <laughs> Sprinkle it in your hands and just throw it up in the air. Use it as a uh, sumo wrestler to keep your hands. Yeah, the there you go. Maybe their keeper could use it. Yeah, there like, you go. Put it inside like his talc gloves. powder. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Uh, Anyways, that's LA. Uh, that escalated quickly. I think. I think that's probably all we have to say. So should we move on? Yeah, oh, you, I do want to say John Sturzer was really good again. Again! I, I'm really impressed. Yeah. I and like you know, him. He's, he's a good player. Yeah. He's a really, I liked him ever since I, mean, I first saw him. It's almost like he was a first-round draft pick on him for a reason. Yeah. Was he a first-round draft pick? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that he, he was a pretty high pick, wasn't he? Yeah, uh, he Couldn't was have been that 13, high. 13, 14. Really? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's not okay. that high because there's only 19 teams. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was. I mean, he, we, I mean we did not pick near the top. No, but he he was a good addition, but that shoulder injury just and surgery. I would say, really and people hurt. are gonna slam me for saying this, but I'm gonna say it anyways. I've been more impressed with John Sturzer than Luke Mulholland. I knew you were gonna say that. How'd you know I was gonna say that? Uh, you, I think there's something about the English you just don't like. Nah, it's not that. I just I don't know, man. I just I'm I'm not sold on Mulholland. No, I don't. I think people got really excited about him for like a month. No, and yeah. he's still. He's I, I think I mentioned this before. I think he was a classic case of like first impression. And maybe I'm yeah. just really excited about Sertzer over a month because he's really only been playing regularly. He's a midfielder that fits better in our system than Mulholland. Yeah, I think so for sure. I, and the thing about Mulholland is, I don't think he's a bad player. I just don't no. think he works for us. I don't think it works for us well, yet. I, but he's been he a could, good goal scorer. It's a hard system to learn too. I think he does work for us, just not yet. People think you know that I mean? the diamond's like a really simple thing, but it's really not. I mean, it's yeah. not. It's and not, to be you fair, you should listen but, to Dunny talk about the diamonds. Oh yeah, it's amazing. Next time I'm uh, with Dunny, I will ask him about the diamond. Yeah. That's what I listen to instead Happens of, often. I'm, I'm with ro- Dunny all the time. Instead of romance novels, I just nope. listen to recordings of Dunny talking about the diamond. <laughs> have you ever heard Garth talk? Tactics? No. I've, have like, I ever heard Garth talk? Yes. The, Garth talking tactics is the greatest thing I've ever heard. Better than Ned? I take that back. Second greatest thing you've ever heard? Yes. Speaking of which, Ned was... Ned was, came back. Was okay. Against LA? Ned came back the very next day. Like the cat? Never mind. No, you can say it. No, I was going to try to 
make a joke with that, and it wasn't going to work. Was it about so. the cat came back the very next day? Yeah. I was See, trying I, to make that joke. I thought you were... And it failed. Not really making a joke. I, I thought you were referencing a, a song, and it reminded me of a song, and then I realized that, no, it's not at all the same song. So, nope. Wow. Not going to say it. Alright, uh, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll talk break. Vancouver. And, That's a good uh, idea. You know what would really help against Vancouver? Uh, finishing off the match. Yeah, let's talk about that on the other side of the break. Break. Yeah, well, we're back. Oh, are we back already? Already? Oh, we we took a break. That was a short break. I know. You guys didn't... Did did you need to use the bathroom, Jason? Nope, I'm good. Trevor? Well, I did, but... But you're just going to go on the couch anyway. (laughs) I did, but I went already. Oh, my poor couch. Graphic. It's not the... Let's talk about the Vancouver Whitecaps. Experience with... Never mind. (laughs) Oh boy, <laughs> Trevor. Yeah, Vancouver. What about it? Uh, they their team drew with us already once. Oh, that was the worst they draw ever. They drew with ever. us once already. That's how you say that. Oh, the worst draw. No, ever. no, that yeah. was the worst draw. They didn't have a shot on goal until the 90th minute, and then they tied us two to two. One yeah, of the goals bad. was from pretty like 35 yards out. Mm-hmm. We just skipped. It wasn't even. And the thing is, it was from 35 yards out. It was probably the ugliest 35-yard goal ever. It, it didn't have a lot on it. It wasn't, like, yeah. top top corner. It just, like, bounced, and it went in. Yeah. I thought it was a really good shot. It was good, it was, but it wasn't, like, bounce, a like, Bouncing, like, four feet, it was three a knuckle feet ball. from the goalie, like, that's that's perfect. It was a knuckleball. Well, it also helps if your goalkeeper's prepared. Right, but, I mean, if you, if if you, you can get a shot a off, shot. a low shot. was that the game where he'd, like, taken one in the face or something like that? I think it was. Where he was kind of out of it. Oh, who Ramondo? Yeah, because there was he had taken one earlier, but it wasn't like immediately before that one. Taylor Twelman was tweeting about it for thirty-five minutes. Probably, I missed that. I'm kidding. I made uh, that part up. I just assumed. Oh, well, I head injury. <laughs> it, uh, I it also worked. assumed it worked. Yeah, the other day no, I hit my head on my kitchen cabinet, and I went back to Twitter, and Taylor Twelman was talking about it. <laughs> Sorry, you know, we, we, head we injuries fl- are no joke. We, but, we make fun of Taylor really, Twelman, I mean, but kinda. but really, like but like I said before, he's gonna give that dead horse a concussion if he doesn't stop soon. <laughs> he he does we should good have him work. On the show, yeah. He, he do, I was really impressed with him at the World Cup. I thought he did a really good job. Yeah, he did. He did a great job. Got to talk about concussions too. I was you know who else I was really impressed with <laughs> that uh, John Champion. Wow, oh, that guy yeah, could call a game. We should get rid of Ian Dark and replace him with John Champion. John Champion's been around for a while. He's a legend. Who? I don't know. John Champion? Yeah, well, I Fox just want to make a John to Legend call, joke. Fox just needs to call him and say, how much money do we need to pay you? And can we get rid of that one guy? Gus? Which Gus one Johnson? guy? I actually like Gus. You like Gus Johnson? Well, see, I like here's his the thing enthusiasm. About that. He doesn't know anything about the game, but I love his enthusiasm. Here's the thing, though. You're wrong about liking Gus, so... <laughs> Yeah, well, I know. Wrong. I know that it's an opinion, but wrong. really, it's it's a right and wrong situation. I, I just like. <laughs> I don't think he's a great commentator. I don't even think he's a good commentator. I just like his enthusiasm, and he seems yeah. willing to learn about the sport. That's yeah. true. That makes sense. He just like his like, call of some of the big calls that he's had was a, when he called that Manchester City Wigan FA Cup. That was amazing. 
at the yeah. end of it when Wiggins scored, and he was just you couldn't even understand him. He was just screaming at the top yeah. of his lungs. And Eric See, Winalda's like a great commentator, a bag of dicks or something. I don't know what Winalda was probably saying. tweeted about probably, it. Probably yeah. So are he we agreed? Have a job anymore. Are we agreed that Eric Winalda's Twitter is actually like? Not him. No, that it actually might be him. <laughs> I know it's so tough. So to that's tell. the thing. Everyone's I'm, like, "That's gotta be a tr- that's gotta be a parody account." It's like it's Winalda, so wouldn't be stunned if it wasn't. I've, I've heard both ways from reliable sources that it's because both like his verified or people not. on Twitter have referenced that account. Like yeah. Taylor Twelman has referred to that account. Yeah, and they like have times. conversations with that account. Yeah, and they know that guy. So yeah. That was awesome after that Colorado match when he just tweeted, suck a bag of dicks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's uh, the kind of stuff, though, that like makes me think maybe it's not actually him. But at the same time, it's totally like, no, that's definitely Winalda. Can you imagine if we had hired him as coach? Oh, God. The first I... time like Denz asked him a question. <laughs> he was just like, hey, Denz, suck a bag of dicks. Losing if, if that's, the second. We love you, Dens. If that happened, that would be funny. I would watch that on a loop all day. <laughs> just make a vine out of it. Yeah, just... Exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. He he would definitely. I don't know. Jeff Cassard had a good good moment of uh, coach his, press oh, conference last week. Pulling up his phone. I love yeah. how that got like zero coverage on NLS too. They haven't talked about it at all. Yeah, I don't think no he got a fine. Like yeah. it, they're just like, well, oh, well, don't it look was... up Salt Lake again. Yeah, somebody asked him later if he thought he would get a fine. He was like, look, I, I pull up a picture. I didn't say it was wrong. I just said, look at this. <laughs> and then, this is it's what funny. happened. And then it's funny that Revs game last night. I mean, there was that the red card on the Revs player. Which could have been a yellow. Yeah, I get why it was a red. That's exactly the, the kind of tackle. Miss it. But then you, someone gets kicked in the face, and there's no call. Yeah. Especially when pro have said fouls in the box or something that they're really trying to crack down on this year. Yeah, and I mean, and maybe the referee didn't see it. I it's have a possible. hard time believing that. One. But even if the referee, I mean, if you're at the wrong angle, he if wasn't the referee at the wrong didn't angle. see it. Wouldn't yeah. the AR have seen it? Or you'd think so. I mean. Because they were towards the line. The best part was he didn't even put his head down. He, I mean, he ducked he Went for the ball? Yeah. Janino was like, yo, bro, I kicked you in the face. I'm really sorry about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Except in Portuguese. Oh, all right, Probably. Vancouver. 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 Focus. Okay, looking at the scoring sheet, the best goal scorer for Vancouver is Pedro Morales. Shocker. Six goals. Six goals. That's pretty good. Wow, yeah, Jeff Lata has got, seven goals. Yeah. Their, their goals are pretty spread out. Like, they... Consistently score goals. Let's see. They're not really the kind of team that's going to score five Ooh, or six. Let's check a night, out the Tampa Bay Mutiny and see who their leading goal scorer is. Mm, nobody. Why are we looking at Tampa Bay Mutiny? I thought we were talking about Vancouver. Just kidding. Uh, yeah, they have Pedro Morales has six. Eric Hurtado has four. They have five players with three. Wow. Yeah, like I said, they they spread that's their goal scoring really. out. Wow. They have Kakuta Mane, the future U.S. international. Has three. Oh, and I saw that I wanted to vomit. Kenny Miller has three. Kenny I Miller mean, doesn't even play for them anymore, and he look, has three. If hey, you're is going, that right? I guess what, so. It's right that he has three? I thought three? he left before the season started. No, he played against us earlier. Oh, that's right. Sebastian Fernandez has It was three. like two weeks after he played against us that he left. So they're pretty... I mean, they have a lot of attacking options. We, no, they've got talent galore. Yeah, they're really talented. They just... Are they even... They're not in the playoffs. It's, I mean, right that now, that part of the Western Conference is really together. close. 
Yeah, I mean, if we have a bad weekend, we could be in seventh place yeah. instead of second. It is, yeah. after all, the Wild Wild Western Conference. Yeah. Do they really call it that? I do. Now. Matt does have the reg as called of, the Wild Wild Western. the reg, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was pronounced reg. Oh, they're only, uh... because, no, like, all well, the they're only, they're only not in the playoff spots because of goal differential. They're yeah. tied on points with Yeah, Dallas. no, they're, they're a good team. They're just they're part of their problem is they're just very young. You know, LA have two. All games of their in forwards are like under the age that. of twenty three. LA are only a point behind us. They have two games in hand. Yeah, that loss sucked. Yes. Oh, with a win or with a point, they could move into the playoff standings. Yeah, Vancouver oh, or LA? I Who are we talking about now? Vancouver. I shouldn't have looked at the standings. This is stressful. Yeah, it's it's uh, pretty crappy. The MLS app. Hey, how far? How far? We're in second place right now, right? Yeah. Yep. How far out of first are we? Ten points. Ten points. But they don't. We have the third highest points per game in the league. Wait, that's wrong. We have like the sixth highest points per game. Seattle is Juventusing this league. Seattle are the only team in the league that are that are above two points per game. Remember when we thought they had the? Remember we were all like the supporting shield last year, just locked up. But I don't think they're gonna fall off this year. Yeah, they don't have your spurning to... Or Eddie Johnson to destroy their locker room. I know, I'm sad. <laughs> I I miss like, Eddie Johnson I mean, Siggy has done a really good job with that team this year. Yeah. We're still not talking about Vancouver, but oh well. They might be uh, all losing those guys soon, that, All those guys mm-hmm. that Siggy signed mm-hmm. that we were like, <laughs> you know, why'd you sign that guy? Why'd you sign Chad Barrett? Oh, because he scores goals. That's why you signed Chad Barrett. Yeah. And uh, Shallery Joseph? Oh, wait, that was a disaster. Why'd you sign uh, Chad Marshall? Oh, because all of a sudden he's playing like one of the best center backs in the league again. Yeah. yeah. Man. What a weird league. We'll do okay. is dumb. So can we pull out of this uh, thing we're in? It's not a spiral, but it's not great. It's like the beginning of a spiral. Like when the engine sputters, and you're like, oh shit. That's kind of where we're at. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like this has kind of been sputtering like for a while, though. Like when you see the surface-to-air missiles start to come up off the ground, <laughs> when you first see it break the horizon, oh, thank goodness we've got time. Jason here to keep us there's relevant. culturally relevant, relevant, there's, and contextually appropriate. <laughs> there's still time to avoid it. Like you could do a roll, but do a barrel roll. Not, yeah. Oh, never mind. Let's not. That might have been a little bit anymore. too far, so I won't say that one. All right. Oh yeah. So, yeah. But I think there's time. If there's any time to do it, it's the next three weeks because we have three straight home matches. Oh, I'm so glad, too. Well, out of the next, like, eight weeks, we've got six home matches. I think we've got three in a row, then one away, then three in a row. Two two in a row after that. Something like that, yeah. Well, three, but one of them is a friendly. One of them, what? A friendly. Still counts. Oh, yeah, okay. But, yeah, no, we're going to be home for a lot of games. And the away match is like Colorado, so it's not a huge trip. Yeah. Plus, one of those matches is Montreal, so that's pretty much three points in the bag. In the you know bag. when we said that so last we'll probably season? probably lose that. When we played <laughs> DC United? Yeah, we were going to win the Open Cup. Or oh, when we played let's them not talk. We talk about that every, or, or when we played them at the beginning of the season, we also lost. Show, every damn show we talk about. Well, well no, it's because it was That's that actually not right, because when we played it at the beginning of the season, they were coming off of being the Eastern Conference Finals. And nobody knew they were going to be a big old pile of suck. Like that. Pretty sure they lost the two games, and then they beat us, and they lost two more. I thought we played them like the first match of the season, literally. Yeah, I looked the third. Yeah. Mm, are you sure? Third or yeah. fourth, yeah. Oh, well, shut up. 
Oh, we played. <laughs> oh, we do. Oh, we're no, getting... he's right. It is three and three. Yeah. Oh, Tijuana's in there. Yeah. Man, we can't lose that Seattle match. We can't lose against. No, Tijuana we probably can't. Either. Let's be honest. Yeah, you know, this season's really stressing me out. So, what's the source Are of we our problems? Make the playoffs. The yeah. source of our problems. Yeah. Is there a source? Yeah, he's in New York City. <laughs> yeah. That's awful, right, I said it. Those awful, awful kids he, like, went, let go through. The curse of Jason And then Christ. ran away. Tail between his legs, knowing that he'd done something awful here. I don't think it's so much that coaching... It's, it's hard to say coaching yeah, when we had the beginning of the season that we did. Yep. You know it's, what I think? It's easy to say that it was Ramondo and Beckerman being gone because... Because it they was. were gone, yeah. and, and it we plays were awful. a role. I don't think anyone would deny that it's made a distinct impact. We've looked way better since they came back. Because the games we were losing when they were gone, it was like, oh my god, who is this but, team out here? Yeah, yeah, but the problem now, I think, is just that we've got one forward available that has scored a goal this season. Hey, Robbie Finley scored a goal. In the Stop shortchanging Robbie he's Finley, not Dick. really available right now. Is he hurt again? Well, he's been hurt, so it's hard to say. Here's the thing that I... About Robbie Finley. He was, at the beginning of the season... Yes, Brian Candler. What would you like to say about him? <laughs> at the beginning of the season, we were told uh, he's going to be available like not till like April. Or May. Maybe May. But definitely yeah, the first or, couple or months. Or June. Right? We were saying June pretty hard. Yeah? At the beginning of the season. I remember it being April. And then Estimates April came around. Then they were like, uh, it's well, definitely I mean, not going to be until May or June. he did peel a muscle off of a bone, so... I know. Like, I, I get it. I'm not, like, faulting him for being injured or having to have surgery. Like, that's yeah. fine. But beginning, end of May, beginning of June was about the time when we were like, Robbie Finley's back. And then he played 90 minutes against, uh, in the reserves, and then he played 90 minutes against Atlanta. And he then he's still injured? Like, did he or, just re-injure he something? Or is it the same it. thing? Like, I, 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 I struggle to believe been... that somebody who plays 90 minutes... Is then but he hasn't played 90 minutes out. for like a month, dude. That Atlanta match was like a month ago. He played he played 120 minutes with his muscle off of his bone. You don't think he could have played 90 minutes injured? No, I don't. Because the coach would know that he's injured. <laughs> no, and the coach not. would say, uh, you're not going to play because you're still injured. Well, and that's why he hasn't played lately, right? Because they know he's injured. Well, that's I- what they injuries say. can occur in training, Trevor. I believe that. This. So here... But every single week... For now, three or four weeks now. No, it's just at the same time he's still making the bench. It's just not healed. Like he hasn't made the bench in like three weeks. But he, yeah, I thought he was on the bench against LA. Nope. Pretty sure he was on the bench the game before that. Just all mess. Like a hundred percent against New England, he was on the bench. That maybe, maybe. Didn't he come into that match actually? No. No, I don't remember anything. But anyway, he's making the bench or not making the bench. That's a concern. If he is healthy, if, it's a concern that he's not playing. Well, and if he's, if injured, he's making the bench, he could just be like 45-minute healthy. There's yeah, such a thing as if why, necessary. Why, why is he not playing then? Because Sandoval's been so good. Yeah, Sandoval's been fantastic. Um, there was they, a, there was a question really, mark at the end of that. That wasn't a sentence. <laughs> they, they haven't really been matches that like you'd want to risk a player like that in. Like LA. Like matches that were just winning and... and no, no, and, like yeah, LA oh, was wait, a pretty no, LA happening. was a pretty rough match. It was a rough match, and like he's not going to make a huge impact in that game. Uh, once they've pushed their back line, but so far back, 
Like yeah. he might have an impact, but it, it, not more than any other striker at that point. I can see him playing this weekend. Yeah. Okay. But my, my point is, he has been apparently Injured. mostly healthy for the better part of a month or so. Uh, he's, and has he's played, had little injuries here and there. Played you very have to little. get your game fitness back. Yeah. And on top of your health. I think you're saying things that aren't really there. Maybe. And I'll give you that. I think Cadenasio. I think you're just reading a little too much into it. It's it's he's just not not there with his fitness yet, and that's just what Plus, it comes down to. Robbie, I'd really Finley, like him to be... Robbie Finley is like yeah. Shaq. The only things he do he do he the only things he does that matters start in like October. That's Robbie Finley. We, we, as much as I mean, as much as we all, oh, Robbie Finley doesn't do anything. When close to the playoff time and playoff time rolls around, Robbie Finley shows up. Yeah. Okay. Well, he did it last year. He did it when we won MLS Cup the last season. He was with us. I mean, he is a great playoff player. Yeah. Fair enough. If he's not injured, so maybe we'll see him this weekend. Maybe we won't. I I just hope that we see more of Robbie because not seeing Robbie see at all. October. I mean, we've seen him, what, 200 minutes all season? That's uh, disappointing. That is oh, rough. Yeah, it's, Especially it's when disappointing, he, but coming the, off of a severe injury. But the expectation at the beginning of the season was he'll be out until, well, we'll say May. He'll be out until May, and then we'll have Robbie back. It's now halfway through July, and we don't have Robbie back. Yeah. Robbie, Robbie. That's a concern. It's like a, again, I'm, I'm, not necessarily say, I'm not saying that it is like Robbie's fault. But you like you a, movie, a movie be moment crazy. where the whole stadium just chants his name. Why? Because that would be cool. Yeah. That's the only reason. I don't think it would really affect anything. It would just be cool. <laughs> you know, since we were talking about coaching, here's a topic we should discuss. Yeah. Let's have it. It's a little alarming that our defense has not gotten any better all season. Well, to be fair, our defensive coach went down with a... Like a Hamstring but even prior or an to ACL that. Tear? Even prior to that, I mean, who no, done no. with an ACL tear? Daryl Shore. No, not Daryl Shore. Oh, oh, Weibel. No, Craig Weibel. Weibel. Yeah. Weibel wobble. Weibel wobble. Weibel wobble. Weibel wobble. Won't fall down. I mean, unless but, he but breaks his ACL. In terms of, <laughs> wasn't this? It was his Achilles tendon. They're all. They're part not of the your same. Leg. Actually, they're all part not of at your all. Leg. <laughs> yeah, they're all part of your leg. They're connected. You're right. They are hip bone. Body parts. Knee bones connected to. Something else. This is a site. I'm the only one not on my phone right now. Yeah, I was actually just looking at it. You'll be scrolling report. up through these tweets two hours from now. Don't yeah. worry. <laughs> and swiping left and all that. All that. So, yeah, I mean, I agree that it's problematic that we haven't seen him, but I don't think it's reason to panic. It, I don't think it, we played a match where he would have been, like, our saving grace. Well, we don't know that because we haven't seen him play at all. This no, season. but I think we can talk about and we what sort of Portland. player he is. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> One thing uh, it's, you can always it's, count on Robbie Finley for is a goal that's, against Portland. That's part so, of the problem is we have three forwards available right now. Three and a half that are available. Hey, don't make jokes about Plata's height. And of those three, there's only one that's even like remotely effective. And he's most effective sign someone, with somebody that's injured. If we sign someone, it's got to be a forward. Yeah, oh, like we're not. If we go out and sign a midfielder, I'm just gonna go jump off of a building. Well, if I actually, honestly, think we could use a good midfielder, like a Javi type midfielder, no, or a central like, midfielder. I mean, I think we missed we're, somebody we're like, like Kari Stevenson from last year. 
Uh, and that's weird to say, but like through the Jason just made a face that I agree with. By <laughs> I <well>. like Kari <laughs> Stevenson, but that that yeah, I mean was through unexpected. this summer to have a veteran presence to play you know, you know sixty we minutes. We need Shawry Joseph or Johnny <laughs> Steele. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I would totally get a Shawry Joseph goalie. It's goalie, not that Kit, whatever, whatever the hell I was trying to say. Yeah. It's not that Kari Stevenson's like a fantastic player or like the we missing need piece. Palmer, damn it. Uh, someone like that would would help potentially. But he could play defensive midfield. Yeah, very some, well. Even someone on the outside of the diamond just to to just be consistent because that's really to what we've everything. Left. Yeah, well, we we've got Ned Grabboy who's consistent. Every other player eligible is, for that spot is inconsistent. Well, Luis has been really good for like two months now. Uh, but still inconsistent. Yeah. I mean, even after yeah. after like the sixty seven, he was good minute, against LA. Oh, he's he really was good. good against Chivas. Yeah. I, I, he's had his matches. I disagree. Well, I agree, but I don't think. I think Luis gets such an unfair deal. He gets I, a I still go back deal. to the forwards. That in mind, it's a good point. But but I agree with you because we were actually talking about that, like the, how the lack of midfield consistency could be really contributing to the forwards not being able to score because they're not getting any sort of service. Yeah. I mean, I mean you say that, but how many shots on goal do we have? Wasn't it six? That's not a lot, though. That's plenty. It's, yeah, you should it's be scoring one out of six at least. That's actually... A, one out of six is a really, really good conversion rate. And LA's keeper isn't For a striker bad. or for a team? For a team. For a team. One out of six yeah. is real good. Well, Me and Matt play a lot of football managers, so we know. <laughs> it's um, true. Well, I mean, Pineda's a good keeper. He didn't have a off. He didn't I mean, have one a out of six, match. how many... Like, What's the save percentage on the goalkeeper for that? One out of six? That's like 80-something percent. Yeah, Pinedo doesn't have an eighty percent save percentage. I don't know that. I don't. I mean, I'm I'm almost positive it's below eighty. We should be not, scoring this isn't one like an out of analytics six. lab, dude. <laughs> so <laughs> the thing for me, it's just do they keep save percentage stats. Yeah, like, yeah of oh, course they do. Um, me, <laughs> the problem is I think baseball do we have stats look for up, everything. Look up yeah. uh, Ricketts save percentage over the last foot, four or five left years. Left footed shots from then, inside your own half in the twenty fifth to thirty seventh minute. That's a real stat that'll tell you where a team's headed. Look up Ricketts save percentage for the last four years, and then you'll, What's you'll the understand that, uh, why I don't like it very much. Don't think he's very on good. Twitter are always using about our oh uh, expected goal difference. Is that it? Yeah. And they're but like, who's using? You, there's these guys on difference. Twitter who just, are always just like, if you look at this one stat, you'll see that RSL season last year was a complete fluke because of okay. this stat. Yeah, it's problematic. Now, for me, the the reason I gravitate toward the midfield is one that our system depends very heavily yes. on midfield consistency. Agree with that. Uh, two, we see problems with the attack. Three, we see problems with the defense. When like when we accept that all all of those things occur as a team, and I know you guys are laughing, but Maxi Rodriguez, we're, we're, we're listening to you. Go keep going. I know. Yeah, I'm listening. You know when when we see problems on both ends, but we can't pinpoint like a specific problem in defense or in attack. I gravitate toward the midfield for an answer, and maybe that's, that's a, fair. No, maybe that's, that's fair. systemic bias. But. That's fair, and that's part of as cliche as like the team is the star thing. That's part of the system. Like, when one part of the system struggles, it kind mm-hmm. of fucks up everything for the whole system. Yeah, we don't have, you know, we're not I don't think any system like in MLS asks as much it. of its midfielders as our system does. And if they're not, like, on point, 
then it's a problem. Yeah. So we just need another midfielder to step into a really consistent role. Do you role. have anyone in mind? John Sturzer. Curry Stevenson. John Sturzer is showing well, enough that we can to sign. Do. Oh. Don't say Jermaine Jones or I'll punch you in the throat. I would love to have Jermaine Jones. I totally it's not would too, happen. but it's not going to happen. Unless Kyle Beckerman's like, yo, man. We got that real good stuff in Salt Lake. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Which I mean... is not true, but. Or so I hear. I wouldn't know. Yeah, wouldn't, 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 for any of you any law enforcement officials who might be listening to this show, I wouldn't know. Just kidding. But, but seriously. Have, we're going to have to cut that out. Oh, boy. Anyways. Yeah, I don't know if there is a clear-cut player to sign. Um, Frank Lampard signed a new deal at Chelsea, so he's out. Yeah. I thought he signed I, a new deal at New York City. Alexis Sanchez went to... Oh, yeah, you're right. Huh. I thought that was like 100% official now. Yeah. There, there's there always Chavi. Like there isn't a clear-cut player to sign. That's, I think, part of oh the problem. Oh, my God. We signed Chavi. He was kind of old. He's like 3,900 years old. New York City gave him a three-year deal. Yeah. They're nuts. Chavi and uh, Jesus he's, he's actually played on the same team. He's a 35-year-old player on a three-year deal. Well, I don't think there's another 35-year-old player in the world right now with a three-year deal. Pirlo? Probably plays in Italy. Pirlo doesn't have a three-year deal. He might as well. Yeah, if there is a 35-year-old in the world with a three-year <laughs> deal, we know what league he's playing in. Oh, okay. The Retirement League of Europe. Yeah. No. No less. Not really. Alright, so... I don't know if they're like actually the retirement league of Europe at this point is probably like Turkey. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. where Turkey careers go to end. Maybe France. Nah, nah. France has like young players that go play everywhere else. And PSG. And PSG. Well, in Monaco now, and everyone Monaco. forgets about Monaco. All right, so talking about Vancouver, like, is there Can anything we can Monaco? do to like actually make sure we win? Besides scoring Not goals. suck at the end of the match. And that's important. I don't think we've really sucked at the end of the match. I mean, I say that. We gave up a penalty against LA. Oh, but nearly two penalties. Not as bad as we were at the beginning of the season. I no, think we, we've improved. We, we fixed the problem that we had at the beginning of the season. It can definitely improve, but it's not like yeah. as bad. You know what it was against New England? It's that we actually played our system. Yeah. After well. like 70 minutes, we kept playing. Yeah. And I don't know if it was just, like, mental lapses, if it was just get, really getting into the flow of the season. It took a little longer than we would have liked, but I don't know. What so, basically year. what we're saying is we have no idea what's wrong with RSL. Yeah, I'm saying it's the midfield. Did you miss that part? No, I didn't miss that part. <laughs> what I'm saying is you're saying the midfield, and I'm saying forwards. And I think Jason said it was the defense earlier. And then it's also the fact that we can't finish off games. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get there. We can't agree on what we is We just need to go problem. on a run, like Beckerman keeps saying. Get ready yeah. for that run for the second half. When we we played a, a fair few away games in a row, and it didn't help. Uh, three home games in a row, that's it could make a big difference. If we could get could. nine points, that's huge. Yeah. I mean, if we get seven points. Yeah, I'd take seven points. Who do we we play in this homestand? We've got Vancouver this weekend. And then two other teams. Oh, yeah? Yeah. One (laughs) sec, I'll tell you who. Oh, Montreal and uh, New York. All right. That's that's not right. That's not right. No, it's close to right. 
I don't think Montreal is right. Yeah, it is Montreal and New York. It is? Vancouver, Montreal, New York. And that's the 24th of July game? Montreal. Oh, so we're playing Canada on the 24th of July. Okay. Yeah. Where many of our that? pioneer heritage emigrated from. No, I don't think so. French Canada. Well, I mean, and not all of us have you know, pioneer really heritage. roundabout way. Dick. Utah does. Even if you don't. You can accept Utah's pioneer heritage. And then we play well. at Colorado. And then home to D.C. United. Friendly. Home to Seattle. So it's a pretty fair... And I mean, the two away games in August after Colorado are Dallas and San Jose. Boy, that Dallas game is going to be hell at the end of August, though. Yeah. Yes. Great place to play. No, it's not. I think that's the point Jason was trying to make. Are we going to Colorado? It's an awful place to play. I don't know if I'm going to go to Colorado this year. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. That game's a shit show. Right, so Although I, think, I might try to go to that Dallas game. Maybe. I think we all Probably agree that we've got a good opportunity. That sucks, but... we got a really good chance to rack up some points. But we also need other teams to lose. Yeah. I mean, even like if... if Seattle want to go all seattle that'd be cool. Yeah. I mean, even if we don't end up passing Seattle, I, I will accept that this season. Uh, I will accept it. Uh, I will deem it okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay at best. Let's kind of go back to the beginning of the season, what your expectations were at the beginning. I don't know about you guys, but for me, it was pretty much like, if we make the playoffs, we're set. Yeah. We're still, we're still if, on if pace to make the playoffs. You know, anything happens. Oh, yeah. We're still on pace, so I'm not worried about the season yet. The only thing about this weekend with Vancouver is it is a huge game for Vancouver. Yeah. Because they're on goal difference out of the playoffs. So if they win this weekend, they could jump to a second in that conference. Oh, what a stupid league. I love this league. Oh. Are you kidding me? This oh. is the best. We need a single table. Heart palpitation. This single is, table this is, pro rel. This is where the season starts to get really good. I you know, if we had pro rel, DC United would not be at the top of the league this year. Or near Well, the they top. could be at the top of a league, but it wouldn't be well, this maybe. one. No, they probably wouldn't, because they would have had to sell all their good players, and they wouldn't be able to pick up Fabian Espindola and Eddie good Johnson. Players? And, yeah. And, yeah, they added, like, a bunch of new players. No, no, they... Had good players. They had. The, I'm not sure the that's guy that true. Scored against us. Lewis Neal, who we had on trial and nearly signed last year. Yeah. What happened to him? Didn't he go somewhere? He scored a goal against DC. Us. No, he's not with DC anymore. Oh, I don't. I don't care where he goes as long as he's not here. I gotta go look it up because I'm pretty sure he, he plays for DC United. Okay. Born in Leicester. Oh, he's English. What a twat. <laughs> Keeping with the keeping with the narrative, at least. Yeah. So, okay, so. let's let's round it off at least with something about Vancouver. Um, let's um, score predictions. Goals predictions. And win. Trevor. I'm not gonna um, make a prediction. prediction I, pff, I think we finally beat them. We usually tie Vancouver. I think over the last like seven times we have played them, we beat them twice and then tied every other game. I think we beat them this time. Like like. Two one. Oh, Lewis Neal scored Orlando City's first ever goal. Hmm. Oh, good for him. He played for Preston that? North End. Um, there's a lot of Preston North End players in MLS. It seems like. Um, let's see. Predictions. Hmm, 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 hmm. I say we win. And I mean this, and you guys are gonna laugh. I'm gonna laugh. Yeah. I say we win four to one. Wow. Okay. Robbie Finley hat trick. Oh. At which point Trevor 
literally, shuts his mouth for the rest of the literally season? Probably. To, literally has to kiss Robbie's left testicle. <laughs> Probably not. Hopefully it doesn't become uh, strung like, you know, like his hamstring. Or... Yeah, then Robbie gets injured and he's out for the rest of the season. Uh, On a right testicle string. Let's, be, let's be honest. But, Is that a real injury? No. What, a I, there, strain? There is a... That's not something I'm Googling. I don't feel comfortable <laughs> There's a, a Curb Your Enthusiasm episode that actually touches on that. Oh. It's fantastic. Curb Your Enthusiasm episode for everything. It's fantastic. All right, so my prediction, 3-0. Yeah, 4-1, Robbie Finley. Hatcher. All right, I like it. And uh, Devin Sandoval goal. Oh. Okay. <laughs> All right, what's your prediction? 3-0. Uh, with goals oh, yeah? from... Shocking. Yeah, I know. Goals from... The run of play. John Sturzer, actually, from the run of play. The run, run of, play. of play doesn't play for us anymore. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we so, traded him for his friend penalty kicks. Yeah. Traded, traded him for allocation money. Sturzer, <laughs> Gill, and Grabovoy, actually. That's my prediction. Our midfield finally comes together and sings Kumbaya and scores a goal. Yeah, that's fine. If... Honestly, if our forwards didn't score a goal the rest of the season and our midfielders scored consistently, we, we no complaints. Still be okay. Yeah, we've never been a team okay. that had us like forwards who scored a lot besides Sabo. Yeah, say, it's yeah, always we, been Sabo and Sabo. then like some guy who had like five goals. Bata. Yeah, or a Spindola. Well, last or year I thought we had two or three guys with at least. I mean, we had like Sabo, and then we had like two or three that were on seven. I can tell you. Yeah, that. But seven's not many. It's pretty good for. Never mind. Whatever. Yeah, I know what you mean. Okay, there are predictions. Let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll Let's take an actual question. break this time. Could we do that? We took a break. Can you hear it on the podcast? We played some music. <laughs> no, I didn't hear it. I guess. Oh well. All right, we'll be back. What did I move? What was it? I said at least CNN won't have to look for this yeah. plane. And we're back. CNN is so awful on that. Yeah. Alright. Uh, what are we back for? Questions. Questions. Do we have any questions? Are we going to talk about anything besides questions? What would you like uh, to talk about, Trevor? Uh, I mean, we could just mention that our U16 team is in the... We're going to win the championship National belt. championship final. Yeah. Sure. Or a trophy. They yeah. For the it's second uh, two year belts, in a row? I actually have yet to converge them. Second year in a row, right? Yeah. We won it last year. Yep. We have an opportunity for back to back U15, U16 titles. Undisputed champs. Yeah. I'm going to give you some water. You guys keep talking. All right. But Jason will miss you so bad. And our U18 team got to Seattle and lost. They got to. So Jason just made some motions with his hands. Jason's going through the motions. Jason, can you find the cups? You found them. Golf clap. Oh, don't, don't. Can we do play-by-play of Jason getting water? Yeah. Jason's thinking about a wine glass here, but he's really not quite certain. I'm not sure he's going oh, yes. for the right glass here. <laughs> he's found the water in the tap. Looks like he's going for a cold glass. Oh, he's, he's dumped it out twice now. Really just look at his chances. Why do you have a British accent? Because you have to be to be a commentator? Yeah, no, it's because that's what gives him knowledge. Yeah. It's my <laughs> British accent that gives me power. Yes. Anyway, so are, are I'm we like going to do Samson. listener questions? Or no. Or was that a joke? We're just going to watch 
Jason drink this water like a champ. Jason, oh, almost got the whole thing in one go. No way, get the whole thing. No way, <laughs> fit it all in there. Oh boy. <laughs> this podcast has gone off the metaphorical rails. Yes. It was a good joke. Let's talk about. So who's got the questions? questions? I got I got them right here. Because okay. I thought we only got two, and I'm pretty sure we talked about at least one of them. Probably we can two talk about them again. Why not? One of them well, was Charles's, wasn't it? Yeah, Charles. Yeah, that one. It's not Charles on the, had the question from from yesterday. It's not on the account. Hey, though. We just got another no, question, guys. He Did tweeted we? it to right on the brink of time. He tweeted it to me and Matt, and his question was basically: Is Christ not coaching the forwards having an effect? And is that why our forwards are not producing as much? Okay. Uh, Your thoughts? You sound so official right now. Um, Yeah, I mean, obviously a coaching change is going to have an impact. But if we look at the number of goals scored by before July by our forwards last year, it wasn't good. Like, Olmas Garcia had scored like one or two. Devin Sandoval has had yet to score. Robbie Finley he didn't scored once Yeah, it was around then. It was later in the season. That was so. Point. What you're saying is it's not coaching; it's just time of year. It, no, it's not. We, we can expect to you're score. You're saying we're late bloomers. Yeah, I mean, it's it's worrying if it's a year long stretch without goals. Uh, it's less worrying if it's just well, coming I mean, at this time. Well, for it's almost a year now. Yeah, calendar year. But six months of that was still with Christ. Charles pointed that out. Yeah. yeah. I don't think it's coaching. I think coaching is an easy answer. Coaching yeah. seems like the it's easy. It's easy and it, it plays a role. Say, I don't think we can I agree. deny that. It's, very, it's very much like a narrative kind of answer. You know what I mean? Yeah, like like uh, someone who would say, uh, we're having a bad season because Javi's old. That would just be a dumb thing to say. <laughs> That's a very but surface someone might, Yeah, someone might still say that answer. and not back it up with any facts. They might just or be stuff. like, Javi's old and our time is over. And also that Sabo's not there. The so, window's so closing, we're gents. Bad. So we're bad without Sabo. We're like the band on the Titanic. <laughs> bad? Band. Band. They no, go down with the ship. Were yeah. they bad? No, they were good. They were no, great. I've never they seen were... the movie Titanic. What? You've never seen the movie Titanic? Seen... I've also never, never been to 1937 or whatever year it was. 1912. They're the same year, guys. You're like the only people in Utah that probably know what year that is. <laughs> and we're both in here. Yeah... You've never seen Titanic? No. You should watch it just to see boobs. And Leonardo DiCaprio looking hunky. That too. He's he's an attractive he's guy. He's no Ned, though. I could see him being a soccer player. You know we haven't talked about this <laughs> podcast? Ned. He's a soccer fan. He goes to games all the time. Yeah, he's a Chelsea fan. Ugh. Jog on, mate. Oh, boy. Speaking of adopting British accents. Yeah. yeah so, so Christ... See you next Tuesday. Christ is a simple answer. A simple answer, not altogether wrong. I think it's just a combination of things. Like, yeah. like we weren't playing great going into Nick and Kyle leaving, and then Kyle and Nick left, and we really weren't playing great. Yeah. And now it's just a matter of everything coming together. It's yeah. hard to blame forwards for not scoring when the midfield can't keep the ball. Before Kyle and Nick left, I mean, there were a lot of players who were injured, who came back while they were gone. Yeah. And so we really haven't had the whole group. Still, some of our forwards are injured. Well, two of them, if anyway. You, are you talking about Robbie Finley again? And Sabo. Because oh. factually they are injured. You know what's going to happen? You guys know what's going to happen. Robbie because it's setting up for a hat-trick? No, because it's setting up for it perfectly. Sabo's first game back is going to be in the, against Colorado. 
and he's going to score the exact amount of goals to make the goal differential to win the Rocky Mountain <laughs> Cup. Because And he's going to knock Colorado language, out of the playoffs and put language, us into the playoffs. Sabo fucking buries Colorado. That's what Sabo has done historically. Like, two of the years that we won that Rocky Mountain Cup were solely because Sabo just destroyed them in the last game of the season. Yes. That's kind of his thing. And if he does that, I'll, I don't even know what I'll do. Do we play Colorado like right now? October. October? Yeah. yeah the, last, the last game of the Rocky Mountain Cup is in Salt Lake in October. Yeah. How many games do we have um, after that before the season's over? Two. So we could almost, theoretically, knock Colorado out of the playoffs and guarantee us a spot. It's like, if it works out. We'll see. It's more fun when we do it on the last day of the season, though. It is. For sure. Especially but. when we play them to do it. That's what a rivalry is all about. A Darby. Yeah. <laughs> it's Darby Day. Darby and Dylan. For these two the teams that live 500 miles away from each other. <laughs> it's a local Darby. Yeah. Two states that do. Does that Colorado have literally no, really hate Utah? No bad blood between them. Well, now they do. Why? Yeah, I guess, but really. It's not I'm, that I'm just bad. Talking about going Is there to like games. some rivalry between the Colorado School of Mines and Brigham Young University that I don't know about? No, actually, College of now that you Utah, say though? that, no. Oh. <laughs> now that you put it that way, now and by USU, that's there's uh, probably a rivalry. BYU's there. been in the or was historically in the same conference as University of Colorado for a couple of years. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. we not really big rivalries, but yeah, I don't think there's anything real historical about it, but. No, there isn't. I think we've been over that, like as a fan base. Yeah. All right. Let's I think I think we've just accepted that we don't care. Next question. Let's read another. Uh, the next question was from Randall Sir. Hey, Randall which was and Olmez it was Garcia question mark. It was just simply Olmez Garcia question mark. We should just not really fill sure exactly blanks. what it, what his we question just fill is. But. Is Olmez Garcia a fantastic salsa dancer? Question mark. I don't know. I I don't even know what a salsa dance really looks like. So. Well, that's if you watch Olmez um, Garcia dance, that's pretty close. Oh, yeah, pretty much any right. dancing that a South American does is salsa dancing. That's we're not one to generalize salsa. Salsa. We, we don't. We don't generalize salsa. And stereotypes here on this podcast, by the way. No, we do that. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um, what other questions could that have been? I don't know. Does Olmez Garcia have the best smile on the team? Yeah. Yes. Oh, wait, wait. You know no. who we've never really seen smile? Ned. We've Kyle seen Ned smile. No, like a huge grin. Sure we have. Okay. He's just like... If, if we're, if we're going to go down this route, then... We always go down this route. There's so. Ned smiling. It's just like... Then just could it. you say that somebody has a better smile if they smile more often, or if we don't see it as much? Quantity over quality. That's the question. Wow. It's always quality, but... I'm Open just saying, a can of worms with this question. It's hard to judge Ned <laughs> when you just don't see him grin. So how can he have the best smile if we never see it? That's my point. We can't know, so Ned is clearly the best person ever. I'm pretty sure that goes against everything that... How do you just chew those right off the bat? i got to put those in my mouth for like five minutes before I can chew them. <laughs> I don't know if you did that on purpose or not. But no, I didn't. Well played, sir. But. Well played. Anyway, no, I'm going to stand firm and say that Olmez has a better smile than that. Hmm. Heretic. I could go with that. Not heretic. Oh, you know I'm who could have a better smile than Olmez? Up. 
We have pretty powerful smiles at fullback. Oh, on both that's sides. true. Beltran and Winger. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure when Winger smiles, it does that little lens flare like it does in yeah. Disney movies. Like or like JJ sparkle yeah. Yeah. yeah, Yeah, for sure. Okay. Let's move on to the real next question. What is the real next question? Jason, do you oh, have Ms. a question? Garcia? Oh, yeah, that's right. Th- that's still the question. We're just trying to determine... Exactly how Randall meant that question. No, I mean, like, there well, are Ms. questions Garcia about a Golazzo against Vancouver again this weekend. You know? Yes! I kind of, like, I've kind of felt this way the last couple of weeks, but I, I really think that an Olmaz goal is coming. All over the place. No, I think, like, he's going to score one this weekend. It's, uh... A goal, I'm talking about. He will score a goal. Come on, oh, we've been saying that for a while. A we have. Really very simple. But, I mean, it's, it's got to come soon, right? And we'll go I hope so. Like, he is not playing poorly. Yeah. He's not not getting shots. Yeah. Shot, One shot, of them has shot, to go shot. in. Yeah. And David Osted is the kind of keeper that would let an Olmez shot That's in. That's true. When was the last time we played against just a truly bad goalkeeper? Well. Uh, Shuttleworth. Except he was not... Shuttleworth? Shuttleworth is not a good Who's keeper. Who's Shuttleworth? Bobby Bobby's? Shuttleworth for Revs. Dang it, Bobby. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's... God. That's how bad he is. I don't even know him. <laughs> I mean, he's not awful. Like, he, he was good against us, but he's not a good goalkeeper. Did you, see the, did you see the... the Jassy Zardes? I think, I think it was the second goal that he yeah. scored against them. Bobby Just, like, near post, and he was like, ugh. Nope. Missed. Yeah. That sounds like a really horrible name from a movie about basketball. Bobby Shuttleworth. Oh, Jesus Shuttlesworth. That's a bad one. Um, What were we talking about? Olmez. Olmez. Yeah, I I don't think anything's wrong with Olmez. I think he's just young. He's like 20, isn't he? He's really young. He's like 19 or 20, but we are paying him a pretty chunk of change. Not a ton. Yeah, not a ton for a really talented player. And no one can deny that he still has a lot of talent. You can be a really talented player that hasn't scored in a year. But he's still talented. I agree. I bet he would make most rosters in MLS. Perhaps. But I think a lot of other teams would get sick of him not scoring in a year. Well, we've got to answer that when Teal Bunbury still can get a job in MLS. (laughs) Or Or, Don uh, Dwyer. Or uh, what's his. Yeah, he didn't score forever. Maybe Olmes is like Don Dwyer. This is just his bad year. So we should send him on loan to the USL Pro? Yeah. He could go play for the hooligans in Orlando. Good. What's the... Uh, He's 20, he'll be 22 by, this year, by the way. Almost, really? Oh, yeah. wow. Who's the, uh, the the other guy? Oh, CJ Sapong. He still has a job in MLS, you but say guys that. who can't score shouldn't be in MLS. You say that, but he scored this weekend. This midweek. Yeah, but I mean, if almost Garcia scores, then we're saying the same thing about him. Uh, scoring's just sort of one of those things that happens. I don't like. I try not to make yeah, too we many just, judgments. Yeah, just don't worry about it. scoring. Scoring is no. Yeah. I mean, scoring as a team. Don't force it. Yeah, scoring as a team is what. It, like, I think we should be concerned with. Not I agree. The individual scoring rates. I agree, but it'd be nice if he scored. Yeah, I, I like him scoring. He's a great goal scorer when he's you know, in form. Yeah. So. But I'm not worried. I am. I, I'd rather... Well, on record as being unworried. Unworried? On record as being worried about Ole Miss. 
But I'm also on record as saying I will no longer worry once he once he uh, does finally score a goal. Yeah. Is that it? Did we answer that question? Yeah. Let's move on. Next question. Adam Hendrickson asks. Let me open my Twitter account. Hey, Adam. Friend of the bot. Adam. But you're on Twitter right now. No, that's not. I was. Snapchat happened. Oh, that is Twitter. Is oh, it yeah. My, oh, mm, good call. Um, <laughs> he said, what needs to happen to get us out of our scoring slump? In my opinion, we need one of Matt Montgomery's 3-0 predictions. They're a must. Yeah, he's right. <clears throat> Thank you, Adam. Next question. But haven't you been predicting those the whole time we've been in our scoring slump? Pretty much, yeah. I think yeah, so. it's just that the team's just really not listening to me. Next question. Also, he said, also, well, this isn't really a question, but I would prefer it if it was one of the youngsters that scored. Love when the veterans score, but it would be better not to have to depend on them. I agree with that. It's better not to have to depend on any single player. But it's nice to be, to have a player who's dependable. Yeah. I mean, most teams uh, love to have a guy that they can just rely on for goals. Yeah. But that's why those guys are rare, because they... Oh, yeah, and expensive. Until, you know, their first season they might not be expensive, but... Then they pull a Freddy Montero and they're playing in Portugal. And still scoring for fun. What a crazy world we live in. That's also yeah. a song. Never mind. Oh boy. Anyways, what needs to happen to get out of our scoring slump? Just, we need to score goals. Well, yeah. Uh, Hot sports Just takes. have to play better <laughs> all, all, like, all around, right? When the defense and the midfield click, the forwards have a greater opportunity to click. Yeah, I think... We play out of the back more than people th- think we do. Yeah. And you have to have that connectivity to the midfield, and it just hasn't been there. Yeah. It seems like this year we've played a lot more... We've played a little we, bit we more. Play, we've played a lot more up the flanks rather than, like, centrally. Like, last year, most of the attack went through... But that was something that Kassar said he wanted to do, was push well, up the fullbacks. Right. No, no, I'm not saying we're using fullbacks more. You just know we're playing with more width. What I am saying, yeah, basically. I'm saying Beltran and Winger are the guys taking the ball down the field rather than Beckerman passing it through Grabovoy and Javi. Uh, no, that's actually pretty much how it's been the whole time. That It was very, very similar statistically under Jason Kreis. Really? Yeah. Because it, it seems different to my eye. You're just focusing on Maybe it. Maybe it's just because we haven't really had Beckerman the last couple yeah. months. weeks, months. So it yeah, doesn't... So, We've going through the have, center has not really worked at all. We've been playing teams that have packed the middle a little and more. Kyle, too, so. by the way, oh, he's been amazing since he came back. Yeah. He, he looks like he's, and it's probably true because of playing at the World Cup, he looks like he's playing at a different speed than yeah. everyone else. Like, he just looks like he's walking while everyone else is running. Yeah. You know? It's awesome. Yeah. I Yeah, so, I think, honestly, oh. it's just a matter of time. I think yeah. we're not really doing anything wrong that's keeping us from scoring. I think it's just... I mean, you say scoring slump, like, we... When was the last time we were shut out? Last weekend. Yeah. Before last weekend. Two weeks ago? Mm, no. no three weeks, two. Two, weeks before before that. two weeks before that. So, two out of the last three games we've been Chivas, we were down a man for 78 minutes. Well, you didn't minutes. say when was the last time we were down a man. You said when was the last time we were shut out. I answered your question. We've got okay. Seattle. Um, True. Oh, God. Portland we don't talk about that game. Yeah. Oh. Point is, we score most games. We just it, I know everyone's talking about this great scoring drought when really it needs to be, why do we keep letting teams score? Yes. That should be the question. I, I'm, I'm inclined to agree. That's Midfield. a concern. 
Yeah. I mean, since Kyle, what, mm. since Kyle came back, we've given up two goals in three games. That's I not bad. I think yeah. it's more defensive transition is the issue. Maybe it's because Nat's old. I don't have any. That's, I don't have that, that's to back part that up. He's older I'm than the going... The window's closing, guys. Yeah, about that. <laughs> I don't think we heard your typing noise on the microphone, though. Jason started typing as if he was writing a blog about how being old is the reason that... Um, our team is losing. Look for it on RSL Soapbox later. Probably not. Alright. Let's wrap it up. That's a wrap. Did you guys play Ned or Cole last week? No. Yeah, no we wonder did. we did lost. We? Yeah, I had the Star Trek question. Oh, okay. Well, I'm thinking that that is bad luck. So we're not playing Ned or Cole this week. Can we play... And if we win, we're never playing Ned or Cole again. How about Ned or Luke? Well, no, we, no that's, because that's that variation. would just be... That might as well be a yes to Ned everything. If you well, that's Ned what players. that's what Ned everything is. Well, more so. How about Ned or Kyle? Okay. So, ooh, that's How creepy. about Chris or Tony? Chris or... Oh, fullbacks. Yeah. The wide edition. I was going to say, if you're going to include Kyle, it's got to be Kyle and Kyle E. Hobby as a throwback. Mm. Now let's go... Chris and... Wingard and Beltran. Chris and Tony. Ask us questions. C&T. We'll decide... Why do I always have to ask you guys questions? You can weigh in. Who, if you're going to uh, Ikea, who's oh, the better... Tony, Tony. I mean, you don't even have to finish this question. Who's, who's better Tony. at designing your kitchen oh, from Tony. Ikea? Tony. Yeah, let's see. Chris, Chris Wing is from Long Island. You think he knows anything about interior decorating? <laughs> yeah, probably, honestly. <laughs> Who... He's going to hear that and get pissed. He'll be the one guy on the team that listens to the show. That would be amazing. <laughs> if you're on the team and listen to the show, Please sorry. get a hold of us. We would Please. love to have you on. Yeah, oh, that too, but sorry. But sorry. Um, Please tell Ned that we love him. Who spends more on electronics in a, in a year? Chris. You think so? Yeah. Tony's a big video game guy. Yeah, I could see Chris just like... Plopping down for like a PS4 and an Xbox One and Did not playing them. Yeah, <laughs> Chris is the guy that like has them to host parties so that people can come. Like he doesn't play yeah. them, yeah. but he has people over the place. Though. Hey yo, I got an Xbox One. <laughs> he, he can't be left behind. He doesn't. Talk as like soon that. as as soon as the new electronic things comes out, he just gets it because yeah, because yeah, yeah. I Tony, Tony would be more guarded about his purchases. Tony reads a lot too. <laughs> yeah. Probably has a Kindle Paperwhite. Or like a book lamp. <laughs> a book torch. I don't think that... Does that count as an electronics item? It, it's electronic. I guess so. If one of them... Is, you, you know that guy at the party? Like you're having a party and everybody's having a good time and then one guy pulls out a guitar and oh, starts... Chris, and just like ruins oh, it. Really? Yeah. Of those two, which one pulls out the guitar? But Chris, but he's See, really good. What's funny everyone is, falls in love. What's funny is... Well, yeah, I, that's would, I would bet they could both play the guitar, but Tony would be the guy who like actually plays the guitar, and Chris would be the guy that plays the guitar so, just, he, so he could pick up chicks. Just plays it for parties? Yeah, yeah. he can only play Wonderwall by Oasis. That's, <laughs> the only, pretty well. that's the only song he can play on acoustic guitar is Wonderwall. <laughs> um, I don't know. Somebody this else is the best the end of the show we've ever done. Let's keep it going. Somebody else has to come this with the question. best part of the show so far? Yeah. I just, I just did three in a row, so... Mm. Oh, I'm still laughing about the Wonderwall. So, um. <laughs> Who can better um, 
parallel park a 15 passenger van like like a big oh, Chris. Oh, Chris is from big Long vehicle. Island. We already talked. New York City. You got to be able to you got to be able to parallel park. Tony's from LA though. Yeah, I mean, and I, I can know. see him just riding a bike everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I could. A fixie. Yeah, a fixie <laughs> or like or one of those 50 road style, bike. yeah. Like a Schwinn. Or a road bike? Yeah, yeah like Schwinn. a Schwinn. Like like a Pee Wee Herman's bike. Oh, yeah. that'd be perfect. With well, a helmet, obviously. But. Who would you take to the drive-in movies with you? What's playing? Uh, Ghostbusters. Ooh. They're doing a re- like <laughs> Ghostbusters, but the yeah. Tony. Yeah, I I think that'd be Tony. Yeah, yeah me too. Hmm. Hmm. Trying to think of another one. Who has the better record? Who collection? is more likely to go to a midnight showing of the new Star Wars movies when they come out? Tony, imagine, yeah, I'd imagine. So. I'd imagine Tony, yeah. But I can see Chris going to be like, yeah, man, I want to see Star Wars. Yeah, that, that's, that's it. I think like Chris the, would be like the person that's like, that seems like a cool thing to do. Yeah, go with this friend. Like, Tony would be yeah. like, hey, Tony, let's about go to Star, Star Wars. Wars. Tony would be the one that invited Chris. Tony yeah. would call Chris, and Chris would be like, yeah, this sounds like fun. Oh, I like because... how we're making them sound like... Uh... That voice. That's that's the voice he would use, too. Yeah, this sounds like fun. Yeah, they're, we're making they're like them bu- sound like Starsky and Hutch. Yeah, it's a buddy, though. <laughs> So it's a buddy comedy, is what yeah. this is turned into. Oh, there's one. If they starred in a in a buddy <laughs> buddy cop movie from the eighties, who's the black the... guy? And who's <laughs> oh, this, dude, you who's gotta the, go there. Who's the no, no, no? Because there's there's the black guy and then like the stuck up by the rules old sergeant, right? That he gets partnered with. So really, it's just the Lethal Weapon movies. Exactly. <laughs> who's Mel Gibson and who's Danny Glover? Oh, well, I hope neither of them are Mel Gibson. But he's talking '80s Mel Gibson. It's okay. Secretly yeah. racist, not racist Mel cop Mel Gibson. That made it sound like he was a police officer. That's not what. I well, because you use the word cop. That's well, because he yelled at that cop instead of those racist things. Okay. Uh So who's Mel Gibson? Who's Danny Glover? I would say Tony's probably more by the book. I would say Chris is Mel Gibson. Tony's Danny Glover. I agree. Why'd you have to get racial with it, dude? Man, you just have to have that conversation, don't you? Race is always... I didn't invent the 80s buddy cop movie genre. Well... It is racist by definition. There are aren't racist. I couldn't name one, but I'm sure there are. Rush Hour? Pretty racist. That's not an 80s buddy cop. No, that's a buddy cop movie. It's from, like, more than five years ago, so might as well be. (laughs) It came out on DVD. Alright, who's more likely to search their own name on Twitter? Ooh. Winger. Chris, because Tony's not on Twitter a lot. Yeah, Tony really doesn't... I mean, he is he's, to, I mean, but... he's on there to, to promote his orange juice. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Don't you? Uh, maybe. He's always promoting the orange juice. Mm. With his smiling face? Yeah. Like harvest orange juice or something like that. Who bakes better cookies that they send out at Christmas? Tony. Absolutely. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. They'd be delectable. He could probably but even make them gluten-free. Chris Chris would probably just, like... He'd, be, he'd, eat, he'd eat half the dough, let's be honest. <laughs> but he would also have, like, the like the out-of-the-freezer, like, the cut-up section yeah. of cookies. You know? And he'd have a variety. Like, he'd have the chocolate chip and the snicker the and made, stuff. He'd be the guy that made sugar cookies. <laughs> like Tony makes like white chocolate and macadamia nuts. Yeah, like Tony goes all out and they're from in. scratch. And Chris it's is like, like, "Hey, Brian, I run sugar cookies," <laughs> and everybody eats the sugar cookies, yeah. of course. It's, it's like his grandmother's recipe is what Tony's using. Yeah, really, we just need a sitcom with these two. <laughs> I think we do now for sure. 
I think we could probably start filming that. Those two and Plata. Or maybe we definitely don't, because I kind of feel like now it might just be disappointing. I think we're building it up. Sort of like our season. (laughs) On that note. Who's going to be the first to score, the next, I should say, to score a goal professionally in MLS? Uh, Oh. That's tough. Between the two of them? Yeah. They both had some okay chances recently. Chris, I think, has had more. Uh, I think Tony has had more more quality chances, but Chris has had more quantity chances. I would say Chris. (laughs) I'd say Chris, too. It's just about taking the chance. It's not about having the best chance. I, I think it's Tony. Uh, Chris also has a great shot on him. Chris does. Yeah, he's a like he won what national player of the year as a midfielder. Yeah, yeah. He's he's him and Ned went to the same college. Hmm. Did they? St. John's? No. Oh. I thought they both went to Indiana. Ned definitely went to Indiana. Yeah. Ned won player of the year too. National that's, player of the that's year. That's pretty cool. I like Ned. Well, now I gotta look up what. School Chris went to. He went to St. John's. Because it's in New York. New I don't York. Know why, people, why I said it like someone from Boston. But. They're, they're all on the East Coast. It's like yeah. the same thing, the Boston and the New York accent. They're pretty similar, right? And they're, they're the same place, actually. Yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah, he won the Herman Trophy. Didn't they both win the Herman Trophy? Yes. Like Gravaway and Wingert both did? They actually couldn't decide, so they gave it to both oh, of them. Apparently, Grabovoy didn't win it. I thought Grabovoy won it. He should have won it. Patrick Mullins won it two years in a row. Oh, you know who else won it? Teal Bunbury. Mm-hmm. Imagine that. Let's see if there's any other MLS. He's... Danny O'Rourke won yeah. the Herman. Good for him. Teal Bunbury, like, you, you knock him, but as a midfielder... If you're about to tell me about Teal box, Bunbury's redeeming qualities... I'm he has, like, one or two... Up. And they are, like, not big ones, but... You're what really the... making case here. I, I... All right, should we... I think he's, like, the eternal Olmez Garcia type player. Like, he's a good player, and he does good things. Teal Bunbury They just never is, work if, out for if, him. <laughs> that would be, like, the lowest Olmez Garcia's MLS career could be by the time it's done, as if he was Teal Bunbury. <laughs> no, I agree. Okay, I think that's the podcast, guys. Yay, show! We'll release these two listeners who have made it this far from their bonds to us. Let them go on their very merry way. Christmas. Christmas. Christmas cookies. Abandoned ship. Hit the spacebar quick. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.